0: Welcome to In Mum's Good Books. I'm your host, Nikki Sims Chilton, and this is episode 3 for 2020, episode 15 for the In Mum's Good Book series. Now, where are we in the world? We are currently still in social distancing or physical distancing territory. It's Easter school holidays um, in Queensland. Many of us, including myself and my family, would normally be going camping, but we're all staying home this Easter. Um, trying to find things to do around our homes. Um, I've seen a lot of people who are going camping in their own backyards, which sounds like fun. Um, I also just want to give a shout out at this point in time to scientists. Now, I'm a scientist, haven't really practiced science for a little while, um, but there's this newfound respect for scientists and what they can do to help the world. So big shout out to all my fellow colleagues and scientists who are um, conducting amazing research, not necessarily in coronavirus or COVID-19, but amazing other research that keeps the world turning. A few other things, few recommendations. I've just finished reading *The Single Ladies of the Jacaranda Retirement Village*. Such a lovely little book, um, written from the perspective of a seventy-nine-year-old, which is a really different look um, or a different feel of a book that I've had than I've had previously. Um, also, just finished watching the series of the secrets she keeps and this is on 10 play and it's based on the novel written by Michael Robotham um, really recommend that as well so if you're looking for something to do while you're in isolation um, recommend either of these two the books or the series of the um, secrets she keeps now in this episode I interview Felicity Lochray and you can hear all about Felicity in the episode I'm not going to give you any details of that now, except to say that Felicity during the episode says that she'll be releasing a new product in March, given it's now April when I'm releasing this episode, wanted to flag with you that her lovely new product, which is some shower gel has now been released. So please make sure you check it out on her website and the details of where you can get the, her amazing products are uh, in the episode. So hope you enjoy listening Um, And also happy reading and happy Easter. All right. Well, thank you, Felicity, and welcome to In Mums Good Books. I think this is our third recording after having done two a couple of years ago and them not actually working. So it's oh crazy. my
1: gosh, Nikki, this is like my territory. I've recorded for my podcast, like interviewed, actually a writer, Meg Mason. Um, yeah. I interviewed her like four times and each time the sound didn't work. So you're an excellent company.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, and I'm glad you've, you've come back for the third time. So thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, look, look, Meg Mason did it four times. So I have a duty to keep
0: coming back. So Felicity Locre you welcome to In Mum's Good Books. Thanks Nikki. I guess before we get into anything I want to set the scene by you telling me what you're either currently reading or just finished reading so we can see what type of person you are.
1: Yeah sure Nikki. Um, I am a terrible, terrible, terrible celebrity memoir addict. I absolutely love celebrity memoirs. I think it's like people's lives that I find fascinating and kind of (laughs) like gossip, as we were talking before. Um, So the thing that I devoured within 24 hours of Christmas Day, receiving it under the tree, was Demi Moore's book, Inside Out. Have you read this, Nikki? No, I haven't. Tell oh me my more. God, fantastic. Well, it's pretty much three personal essays. The first essay is pretty much about her mother. The second essay is about Bruce Willis. And the third essay is about Ashton Kutcher. Mm. And the ghostwriter for this book is this woman, Ariel Levi. Um, and I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, she used to, well, still writes, possibly, for New York Magazine, New York Times. And she also has a memoir called The Rules Do Not Apply. And it is also a truly fantastic read. So it was just like a gift from heaven, Demi Moore and Ariel Levi coming together to write Demi's kind of memoir, I suppose.:
0: And so was that on your Christmas list, or did someone surprise you with this book you didn't know about?
1: No, I am very, very fortunate. I have a teenage son who works at Domino's and if we put on a list, an item under $30, he will buy it for us. Oh, lovely. <laughs> I know, it's so good. He's wonderful. <laughs> um, so given you love
0: celebrity memoirs and celebrity gossip, um, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? I know you've had some experience with some magazines in the past, but you've also got your own... Um, Podcast and your um, hair products at the moment, so maybe just give us a yes. quick rundown on who is Felicity and what does Felicity
1: feel <laughs> do. like? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for a long time, I wrote for Vogue Australia from New York, and I'd actually you're right, like I did go to a lot of junkets, what are called, like where you go into a room and there's a celebrity, and then you move to the next room and then there's another celebrity, and I've interviewed people like Dolly Parton, um, Matt Damon. Um, just tons of people in that particular moment in my life that um, I moved knew- from journalism across the advertising and worked for a company in New York called VaynerMedia Media, which was very kind of transformative for me. It was an amazing experience. Um, but right now in 2020 in Brisbane, I am working on Summer Stories, which is a kind of a shower essentials line. Um, it's all kind of natural ingredients, it's Australian ingredients, and they smell fantastic. And Nikki, for your listeners, if they want to type in at checkout, in Mum's Good Books, they can get 10% off. I've set it up in the back end. But awesome. if you go to summerstories.co um, and we've got some amazing kind of vegan shampoo, shower essentials. Excellent.
0: I will definitely pop that into the show notes. That's summerstories.co, C-O, isn't it? Yes.
1: Yeah, and perfect. you can read Nikki's best summer <laughs> treat on the website if you go to the journal tab and so you also have a podcast as well do you
0: want to talk a bit about that
1: yeah i started it in 2016 um and at that time there weren't as many podcasts as there are now and i had come out of women's magazines and i really loved women's magazines so much and i kind of interviewed the people that i would have pitched to a publication like vogue if that makes sense like the people I interview are people who I'm very interested in, and I want to hear their stories. And they're exactly the sort of person I would have loved to have profiled. How
0: I guess how do you find those people when you're when you thinking of people to interview? Do you is it just people mm-hmm. that you've been following, or
1: I have an excess spreadsheet. That's very <laughs> organised. <laughs> And then I even yeah, so I've got my Excel spreadsheet and um and actually for the next season I'm thinking of going back to everyone who said who has said no to me. So um those people should be aware I'm going to be hitting them off again. Um but yeah, I kind of have a list in my head of people I wanna interview and I've been thinking about a new season as well and the kind of people I want to interview.
0: Yeah. And who's been your, I I don't want to say favourite guest. I guess what's been your best, if someone was going to listen to one episode of Head Over Heels, which oh episode gosh. would you recommend?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm just going to pull it up. I mean, obviously, I like everyone and everyone's great. And they're all amazing. We're not playing favourites. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just kind of thinking what people would enjoy. Um, I suppose the high, like a high profile person I interviewed was Alyssa Sutherland, who's in the TV show Vikings, and she was fantastic. And I had interviewed her 20 years before for a magazine, and she was really good. Gosh, I like so many of them. Um, Alyssa <laughs> Leong, who is um, on, uh, what's the kitchen show? Tell me, tell
0: me, tell me. Um, um, not master, sh- like a master chef. Or yes. a- yeah, master
1: chef. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was really cool. I liked her a lot. I mean, obviously, I like these people because I've gone out and interviewed them. Um, Laura Tucker is a New York writer, and she um, has written a number of New York Times bestsellers. And actually, Nikki, for your audience, I guess they're people who like writing. Um, Louisa Deasy is a memoirist, and she's written two memoirs. And one that I very much enjoyed was um, A Letter to Paris, A Letter from Paris, about finding out about her father. Um, Hannah Rosie is an Australian writer in London who's very, very funny on the internet. Meg Mason, who I mentioned earlier, has a book out. Um, Rachel Oakes-Ash has a website. She's a writer. She does Snow's Best, and she's probably Australia's best-known ski journalist. Should I keep going, Nikki, I think, or are you I
0: like, think, I've got enough? <laughs> no, 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 I'm actually, I've just opened it up as well just to try and remember some of the ones that I've listened to, but it was so long ago that I listened to them. But um, I think the ski journalist was one that was in my head as well.
1: Yeah, no, she's really funny. Um, and also another uh, and person, Lindy Morrison.
0: Oh, my I gosh, have, Lindy I Morrison. I love that
1: one. Oh, have you seen the documentary? The no, documentary? I haven't, but I
0: think um, I, when I listened to your podcast, I, I heard about it on there, but I haven't seen it.
1: Oh, it's devastating. It's just these young, beautiful, creative people having huge falling sounds with each other.
0: (laughs) So Head Over heels is the name of your podcast. So get onto that and you can um, have a listen to some of those episodes. And another thing that you do, Felicity, I've got this massive list of
1: things that you do. You
0: you also review books on um, hashtag... Hashtag
1: underscore books.
0: Hashtag underscore and
1: It's actually more with friends and it's kind of a collaborative project. But um yeah, no, it's been enjoyable. It's been fun.
0: Well if you've after more um book reviews other than mine, head over to hashtag underscore books. And you said before you have a teenage son, you have two sons, don't you?
1: Yes. Two so four. how do you
0: how do you manage all of this? And and you work in a in a normal I shouldn't say normal, in a, in a day job and then you do all of this in your spare time including a little tiny letter which you do every second Thursday, I
1: think it is? Yes, yeah, second Wednesday night. Wednesday. Which is Wednesday. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, must, I think I read it on a Thursday because I see it in the morning. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, 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 you would get it in the morning. Um, so it's tinyletter.com backslash yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I'm very lucky because my boys and are now teenagers so it's not like when they were very small and I remember when they were very small having so much pent up ambition and things that I wanted to do and I felt like when they're very small it's almost like you have all the time in the world and no time at all. Yeah, Like it's all this kind of like weird hanging out time that you can't actually do stuff time because if you take your eyes off them they'll like stab themselves with a pair of scissors or something doing you know mean? like yeah yeah it's the weirdest weirdest kind of time dimension i think having small children
0: yeah oh so you're, so you're saying to our listeners who often who may have small children that it does get better and easier
1: everything gets better everything gets easier and um and even things like i remember just a breakthrough of going on holidays with them and they could put their little suitcases through the x-ray machine <laughs> and mean like going away on holidays with small children yeah. you're carrying a car seat you're carrying nappies you're carrying wipes you're carrying a spare change of clothes for them for yourself like it's complete insanity and every year it gets easier and easier and better and better
0: oh that's that's good to hear, there's some hope. To
1: the point where, my favorite, like one of my favourite things with having teenage sons, and I've got this terrible Diet Coke addiction, I just send them to the shops to buy me Diet Coke. <laughs> and I give them money and I'm like, could you go buy me a Diet Coke, darling? And they go and do it.
0: <laughs> oh, and they'll be able to drive you places soon.
1: I know, it's just like, Nikki, it
0: just gets better and better off. You know, you don't have the uh, teenage grunt
1: happening? No, they're just really cool guys. I mean, obviously everyone thinks their children are amazing, but I really, you know, I really like these people that I live with. Um, they're, They're like the coolest, funniest housemates ever. And you know, like sometimes if I am trying to do some work, my son, my youngest one, especially, will like show me memes or things on YouTube. He's like, "Mom, mom, you've got to watch this. You've got to watch this." And I'm like, "I don't want to. I don't want to." And he might watch dumb memes, but that's the price I pay.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty good price to pay for two good sons. Well, I hope they find yeah. themselves. And in
1: actually, I, I mean, I do the same to them. If I see it. there's a particular <laughs> meme that's like going into my mum's room to annoy her and it's like the Grinch character this will make no sense because obviously when you explain a meme to someone else about showing them <laughs> but it cracks me up and it's exactly like my second son and it's just like this is you and I always show him that meme
0: oh well, I'll have to um see if I can find it
1: I'll I'll send it to you
0: okay
1: <laughs> it's totally like, yeah, but that's the joy of memes. Like, they just yeah. do something in your brain and it's like, oh, my God, this is totally that thing.
0: Yep, yep. I love responding to a text message with a meme. We were back on, we were talking about how you manage all this, but, but you said you've got good kids. So that, that's the answer. Having good kids is how you manage <laughs> a balance
1: <laughs> between... people that you really like, I think, is the key. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Back on to books. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite book or a favorite author of all time? Maybe oh the Demi Moore God. book is up there. I don't know.
1: Um, well I I would say like my favorite author was Clive James and I was really like, you know, when he passed away and I had like quite a few friends reach out to me and go, oh Flash, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm okay. Um I love Clive James and I think when I was more of a teenager, like I read so many of his books. And as an adult I think his poems are unbelievable and um, yeah I think he's just so good I think he's really up there for me um, and a favorite book I mean I like so many books that I think it's hard to say like this one is definitively my favorite yeah but um, yeah is that an answer for Yeah do you ever reread any books? No, I'm not a rereader at all. I don't like that feeling. It's almost like a weird deja vu of like, I've been here before. I know this. <laughs> do you mean like yeah, I find yeah. it a really uncomfortable feeling and that I don't like the feeling of rereading books. Yeah,
0: I'm not I'm not a rereader, but I know a lot of people who do. But
1: I know. I've got a friend who would read um, uh, what's that? Fitzgerald and they're all decadent the great Gatsby he says he reads oh, yeah. the great Gatsby every year and oh I can't imagine doing that no
0: I, I don't tend to watch movies multiple I mean maybe a couple of times like love actually I probably have watched a lot but <laughs> you're right I don't you know it's it's kind of I know what's going to happen so why,
1: yeah, why I waste my see. time on something I know this is the thing of being a parent like your time is so precious you can't like that two hours is like might only be the one two hour block you get that week so So it better be worthwhile yeah totally
0: (laughs) and then so what about kids books you I mean you're probably well beyond um green sheep style books now with teenage boys but do do you remember any um like little kids books that you really enjoyed reading with the boys or any books that you might um read with them or um give them now
1: yeah there's one book that really kind of comes to mind and this is for any listeners who've got teenagers um this was the first kind of like grown-up book that I ever read as a person I read it when I was 13 it's Pied Piper by Neville Shute and it's absolutely fantastic it's about this man who's in Switzerland just before World War II breaks out and they don't know how things are going to unfold. And so a family asks this old man to take their two children back to England up through France. But of course, war breaks out, and along the way, he collects children. Um, and it's um, just the most wonderful book. And I read it with my eldest son. Um, when he was 13, we would take turns, like one person would read a page, and then the other person would read a page.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was, I revisiting that book it, it still is such a good read.
0: Yeah. And do they read now?
1: Um I, no, I and I think this is like a great kind of tragedy or our age that we live in. Um my elder son was a bit of a bookworm, but I would say he's just not reading books these days Mm. and he was given books at christmas and i keep saying to him you should read your book Mm. um but it's just not engaging him and my other son has kind of like a a form of dyslexia and can't read so i don't push reading on him at all but he watches a lot of youtube so yeah.
0: yeah yeah What are teenage boys into these days? I'm, I'm fascinated by
1: my teenage, oh. you know.
0: I, I would have <laughs> no idea if someone said to me, You need to buy a gift for a teenage boy, I would have not. Mm-hmm. Went through.
1: Well, I think, I mean, it depends how, if they're youngish, I would get them a Steam voucher, which is like this kind of games thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, my eldest son plays a lot of computer games with his friends and they use Discord, that app, to chat to each other. And you can often hear them going, I'm over here! I'm over here! I can't see you! Oh, I can see you now! (laughs) So, um, plays those kind of games. And then my younger son is really into YouTube. And -hmm. before school, each day, he watches his favourite YouTubers before he'll do anything. And he'll come home from school and watch his YouTubers. And we have, uh, like a smart TV. So he does that in the lounge room, which I like. I don't want him going to bed and watching YouTubers. So what do they?
0: (laughs) What do they do on the? So what's he watching?
1: Oh, it's kind of like guys talking to camera. So someone like Danny Gonzalez, um, and Danny Gonzalez will talk to camera. Um, Yeah, it's kind of oh, and he also loves things like Dude Perfect, where. Guys like do crazy jumps and stunts and yeah
0: yeah yeah. Mm, there you go. The mind of a teenage boy. <laughs> yes. Um. So back onto your summer stories. What <laughs> gave you, I guess, the idea or the passion to decide I'm going to start making shampoo and conditioner and all the skincare products that you're making?
1: Um. Yeah. So. I mentioned before, like we lived in New York for a really long time and came back to Australia and I was in the supermarket and I was like looking at all the shampoos and conditioners and I'm like, there's nothing here that really excites me. And I feel like we have crazy good ingredients here in Australia. And it's like, why can't I see something with like lemon myrtle or eucalyptus or quandong or kangaroo apple or any of these amazing, amazing things that grow here and I didn't really like the packaging, and everything just felt, so I kind of went home and Googled, and I still couldn't find what I was looking for, um, and so ended up making it myself, so, and I do have a business partner, um, who is someone I sat next to in a job, and we would, outside of business hours, kind of brainstorm ideas together, and this is the one that we landed on, so, yeah, nice and but definitely go to summerstories.co and we're there and follow us on instagram and all those places that would be lovely and we have an email as well
0: and what's your email
1: oh um it's it, like you go to the website you can subscribe oh, yep email. i see what you mean sorry i thought yep.
0: Yeah, subscribe to your email list
1: yes to some summer stories
0: yeah and so the do you make it in yourself at home or do you have you outsourced that or
1: Yeah, it's made in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Um and we pretty mm-hmm. much found mm-hmm. those people like a lot of people like, how do you do this? And I'm like, yeah. well, Google and you just Google and Google and Google until you find the thing that you're looking for.
0: Yeah. So you get it made and then sent up and,
1: and are you in stores or just online? Uh, we are in a store in Brisbane, the Common Thread, which is in Balimba. If you just come off the Balimba ferry, it's right there. It's gorgeous. Um, but mostly we sell online, um, and yeah, people. I mean, transport in Australia is so good. Like often people get it like the next day, so oh, that's nice. very satisfying when you see that in the uh, back end of the <laughs> app.
0: Yes, and you've got gorgeous blonde curly kind of hair which which one do you prefer i know you've got do you want to um explain Uh, the two different types
1: yeah sure um well we first spoke to the chemist so i was like oh i just want to make like a general shampoo that's australian ingredients and smells incredible and they were like oh you know you can't make a general shampoo um so they kind of advised us to make uh, one for fine hair and one for thicker hair Mm-hmm. um the thing is that, I mean because it is my shampoo brand I've got both formulas in my shower along with like 20 other bottles at the bottom <laughs> of the shower um that I tried so I use them all because they yeah. smell really nice and yeah. sometimes I'm like oh I want to try this one and not this one um but it's a very kind of natural formula your hair feels very soft afterwards but you do have to use a lot of water to kind of keep it moving but um but yeah it's like a kind of an aromatherapy session as well.
0: Mm, sounds delicious. And yeah, the um the descriptions of them sound amazing with all those different Australian ingredients.
1: Oh well, thanks, Yes, they do they smell really, really good. So you should totally give them a try. Um but they are kind of categorized by fine hair and thicker hair. But yep. honestly, I use both. So yeah.
0: Excellent. And they but I, are I
1: can because it's my brand, so I can yep. you know mix it up. <laughs>
0: Well, you need you need testers, so you have to test it um, yeah. out. right.
1: And sometimes, you know, like if you go in the pool and you just want to like shampoo it and rinse it, or sometimes you just use a conditioner. So, yeah, I use different things.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. I will definitely have to try it, and don't forget to put the code in Mum's Good Books into Summer Stories
1: for a discount. Yes, yeah, at checkout, just enter that. And I'm not sure when you're going to put this pod out, Nikki, but. We're working on two body washes as well. So Ooh, nice. it's not just shampoo and conditioner. So, nice. yeah.
0: And are you, are you willing to let us know the scent of those or is that top secret at the moment?
1: It's not like super top secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they kind of mirror the scents that we already have. Yeah. Um, they're just slightly, slightly different. So, yep. um, but, but it'll all work well together in the shower.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll have to wait until they come out. Have you got an ETA on those?
1: Uh, we're hoping kind of March 2020. Yeah. Yep. So um, Yeah, definitely check the website.
0: Excellent. Now, just before we wrap up, uh, do you have any other book recommendations for mums who might be really busy and don't have a lot of time to go through reviews? I know you've given plugs to a few books um, earlier in the episode, but is there any other books you think oh, you really need to read this?
1: Okay, so I put together a list of other celebrity memoirs for you, Nikki, because I'm nice. such an evangelist of <laughs> um, I think Alex James's book, A Bit of a Blur, is wonderful and it's very slim too. So if someone just wants something they can kind of quickly fly through, it's fantastic. Um, he was the bassist in the band of Blur. Um, of course, I feel like the greatest celebrity memoir of all time maybe perhaps is Anthony Kiedis's Scar mm-hmm. Tissue and again he was paired with a fantastic ghostwriter, um, which is the guy who is Ratso in the Kinky Friedman murder mysteries, so mm-hmm. that's kind of like a nice literary kind of loop. Um, and two other kind of celebrity memoirs I read last year that I really enjoyed um, Kim Gordon's Girl in a Band so she was in Sonic Youth um, and it's kind of about her marriage breaking up in a lot of ways I feel like that's like a huge shadow over the book and the other one I really enjoyed was Carrie Brownstein um, who is in Sleeta and she's in Portlandia which is a hilarious hilarious TV show she wrote a memoir Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl and for me that was really interesting because it's almost like memoir is whatever story you want to tell Um, and it's almost like she's a very private person she just talks kind of in a very kind of uh, like it's obtuse the right word I don't know about girlfriends and that sort of thing but it's very much focused on the band and touring and not so much her personal life so it's kind of a fascinating portrait so yeah I, I enjoyed those
0: Wow that's a, a list and a half of memoirs. I don't know if I've ever even read that many memoirs in my whole life. I might
1: have really, to. Really, Nikki? I, I, I don't know. I've just
0: never really. I I've um, recently read, which I probably wouldn't describe it as a memoir, memoir but the Lee Sales book, Any Ordinary Day. So oh, yes. That's not really a memoir, but, you know, that's kind of the only non-fiction book I think I read last year. So.
1: Thank oh. I just love people's lives. I think that's. <laughs> Why I love celebrity <laughs> memoirs, and it's, it's almost like you kind of half know this person, so it's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and I think people's lives are fascinating.
0: Yeah, I've heard the new um, one by I think it's Claire Bowditch. Oh, it's
1: yeah, come out. Is it good
0: I've heard it's quite good. I haven't read it myself, so I can't. Huh. Okay, it's going
1: on. It.
0: But yeah, <laughs> I think it came out over Christmas, and I saw a few people talking about it at Christmas time, so. Oh, Mm.
1: that's very
0: cool. Cool. Well, thank you for that list. Definitely some to write down there. And lastly, and I think I've asked you this question before, so hopefully you've got an answer. If you were to write a book about being a mum, what would you call it? Oh, about
1: being a mum. What would I call it? Well,
0: not, it doesn't have to be about being a mum, but I guess thinking about you and your life and, and so a memoir about Felicity what would the title be oh.
1: well I think well the motherhood part and I think this title is already taken is like the longest shortest time because it feels really long when you're in it but it's yep. not actually that long um but oh my god Nikki I'll have to think of a really really good headline for my life
0: all right when you when you write your memoir
1: I'll come back to you. We heard it, it, it here first. On the funniest, <laughs> most hilarious like headline you've ever heard. And then you'll just be like, it's okay.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sure we'll love it. I'm sure we'll love it. You're you're a very creative person and I think
1: you Oh, thank you. And so are you. <laughs> uh,
0: All right. I think that's it. Is there anything else you wanted to to plug? Any of your other hobbies? Do you have anything I don't know about Felicity, that you'd like to tell me?
1: I don't know. Um, I mean, I kind of just want to round this up so we can, like, talk about our late-night Googling. We can jump <laughs> <dive> back in. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the chat, Felicity. Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you so much, Nikki. And, um, yes, if anyone wants 10% off Summer Stories, just put in In Mum's Good Books at checkout. And, um, yeah, that should do it. And it's free shipping in Australia, so you're totally fine. And Thank we ship well with them.
0: Excellent. And follow Felicity. At Summer Stories on Instagram and Facebook.
1: Yes, definitely. Twitter, yeah. interest. we're there.
0: Excellent. And also Head Over Heels is the podcast that we spoke about earlier as well. So.
1: Yes. Yeah, 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 totally. All right. Thanks, Felicity. Thanks, Nikki. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Episode 15 of In Mums Good Books. I have bought the Summer Stories shampoo and conditioner and they do smell amazing. So make sure you get on to summerstories.co and enter the code at checkout. In Mums Good Books is the code you need to enter and you'll get 10% off. I hope you also enjoy some of the recommendations from Felicity, which I've popped into the show notes, all of those memoirs that she suggested. And if you really enjoy the show, appreciate your um, review on any of the podcasting review channels such as iTunes. Thanks. Happy reading.